0: Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited Podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you, the DU Podcast.
3: Hey everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Ducks Unlimited Podcast. This is the DUX edition. The Ducks Unlimited Expo that's going to be held April 8 through 10 at the Texas Motor Speedway. My name is David Schuessler. I'm Ducks Unlimited's National Director of Event Fundraising and R3 Programs. We're going to talk a little bit about DUX today, and I have two very special guests that are going to help me do that. Uh, the first one being Carl Gunzer. Who is from Purina? Carl is Purina's director of sporting dog group. And it's important that Carl is with us because Purina Pro Plan is the presenting sponsor of the DUX for the second year. Carl, it is great to have you with us on the podcast today.
1: Thanks, David. Great to be here. And uh, we're really looking forward to uh, seeing you and everybody else, um, gosh, in about five or six weeks in April.
3: I'm looking forward to April, Carl, because we did this thing in June last year. And for for anybody who's ever been to Texas, uh, June is hot. And we did it in late June. And we had to uh, because of COVID restrictions. That was the only weekend that we could slip into Texas Motor Speedway's calendar after we had to cancel it earlier in the year because we were all still inside i am thrilled that it's going to be in april i imagine the dogs are going to be thrilled that it's in april as well
1: absolutely the dogs uh all of us uh you know vendors and exhibitors and, and i think the people coming to attend the event as well it's a lot better timing than uh you know it was pretty rough in the, in the heat it was good it didn't rain but uh, i know down on the blacktop it was in the upper 90s and. um it made things challenging. So April should be great.
3: It, it It's going to be. Um, and it's going to be great for a lot of the demonstrations uh, that, that you're bringing in with your team from Purina. And I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, these today, five specifically, because I was able to watch some of these last year and they're just absolutely incredible to see how highly trained some of these dogs are. You know, being an avid waterfowl hunter, I've hunted over great dogs my entire life. What you're able to bring in is a level above great dogs. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. And some of these names are probably familiar to some of our listeners. The first being uh, Mike Stewart with Wild Rose Kennels. Tell us a little bit about what Mike's going to be bringing to the DUX this year.
1: Sure, sure. I think most, uh, Probably most of the DU members know Mike pretty well as uh, he's, uh, you know, the owner of Wild Rose Kennels. And uh, now they have several locations, including one in Dallas that's uh, managed by Guy Billups. And um, so they put on a a great show that is a a combination of entertaining and educational. Uh, They call it the seven habits of highly effective gun dogs. And while it applies to gun dogs, it really applies to to all dogs. And, um, you know, it's a great mix of, of, education, entertainment, audience participation, dogs jumping over things. I think at one point, they got two or three dogs retrieving and crossing paths. And um, so it's, it's really a fun deal. And, um, you know, one of the great things is besides doing these demonstrations, we're going to have Mike Stewart and all of these other presenters in our booth with us. So, you know, if people have questions, they want to come talk dogs or, uh, you know, spend some time with these experts, um, they can just come and do it. You know, you don't have to It's a great opportunity for people that have an interest in dogs, dog training, to just come hang out at the Purina booth and and visit with these guys.
3: That's really great. And and I think it's incredible what Purina is doing to bring that type of expertise uh, inside of Texas Motor Speedway, whether you're a hunter or whether you're just an avid dog owner, to have those folks to talk to another name. Uh, that's coming with Purina to DUX that I think people would recognize is Tom Dockin. And if anybody's ever used the uh the the Dock the Dokken dead foul training dummy, this is this is the gentleman that invented it,
1: correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And and Tom is one of my favorites. He he is trained dog. I mean, his uh Oak Ridge retriever kennel up there in in uh, Minnesota is probably the largest uh, training kennel in the Northern half of the United States anyway. Um, and Tom has literally trained thousands of dogs. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's, he's one of those people that, um, you know, there's a lot of really great dog trainers, but Tom has that ability to also talk to people and explain things in a way that they can understand. So, um, another great, uh, another great presenter. He also, um, you know, he's the president of the national shed hunting dog association. You know, last year he did a demo on shed hunting and that's becoming really popular. Um, it's a great time, like right now, it's a super time of year to be out shed hunting with dogs. And so, um, you know, it's, it's really interesting. People have a desire to do that. They want to learn how to, to shed hunt with their dogs. Well, Tom's, um, Tom's really one of the guys that really started it. Yeah, and
3: if I'm not mistaken, I, I think what I've seen, and I've watched some videos online, is uh, you can take... Any dog and train it to be a shed hunter. Unlike some of the the hunting pursuits that we do, that you need this certain type of, of retriever or this certain type of uh, type of dog. I think people are um, are using dogs from all different lineages uh, to get into shed hunting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. If they've got a, a desire. A drive to you know retrieve or fetch or you know run or point or hunt they can hunt shit. so um you, know, you don't have to have a labrador labradors tend to be the most effective or i would say they're the most often how about that but right they're also the most popular dog speaking of of different breeds you know another guy coming um is really exciting jordan horak jordan owns juggernaut gun dogs um but he also started a company called cato outdoors that manufactures dog training equipment these boards that uh he's kind of developed this training method utilizing these boards. Um, it's really nothing new, but um, he's done a great job of it. In fact, uh, Jordan won the 2018 national open and national amateur uh, English Cocker championship. So he'll have some little flushing dogs as English Cockers and, and the way he trains them and the way they run around to these place boards and, and sit and retrieve and, and all that is really incredible. It's another exciting kind of entertaining demonstration.
3: That's great. I, I, think the next one that I wanted to, to talk about, I don't believe we had them at the DUX last year and that's the pro pr- plan performance team. I, at least I don't remember seeing this. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like this is uh, kind of the variety show out there of some uh, some dogs that are pretty athletic in what they, they do for the audience.
1: A- absolutely. So you're right we weren't able to bring him last year because it's such an active uh, demonstration with dogs running jumping catching discs you know doing agility demonstrations um, all that it was really going to be too hot in um, in late June so so we had to put them on hold um, but uh, it's this is the more I guess family fun entertaining thing you know um, they do all kinds of different tricks that are uh, like you said it's kind of like almost a variety show it's It's, um, it's some of it's frisbee or flying disc, but, uh, there's agility, there's jumping, rolling on a barrel and, you know, half a dozen dogs out there at the same time and doing tricks. Um, it's really a fun, entertaining, fast paced show.
3: That's great. I know that's one, uh, that I'm, I'm going to have to, uh, to stop what I'm doing to make sure that I that I come and watch that one because I've read a little bit of the background on it, and I know that all of the DUX attendees um, are going to be thrilled with that one as well. I- I've saved, I don't want to say the best for last because all of these are fantastic demonstrations, but I've sa- what I've saved for last is the one that I believe garnered the most oohs and ahs last year, which is the Border Collie Herding Demonstration by Chad Collins and uh, his group Quack Pack USA, which blew my mind last year what Chad is able to do with his border collies
1: yeah you know and and uh, one of the fun things is last year he did it with just two dogs um, this year he'll have three dogs so um so each of these dogs is on a, a different whistle command he has uh, he's herding sheep and ducks and each of these dogs uh, responds to a different whistle so he can move each dog independently and he can sort of drive and put those ducks wherever he wants them And, um, and last year we started playing around, um, Mike Stewart brought a few of his dogs out there and put them on a sit day. And, uh, Chad started herding the ducks kind of in a figure eight around the (laughs) dog. And, um, and this year we're going to play with even more of that. So, you know, it's, uh, you get a couple of dog trainers together and, uh, I don't want to say, you know, hold my beer and watch this, but, um, (laughs) it, it gets creative. So, uh, it'll be fun to see, um, what those guys come up with this time. We might, uh, who knows what we'll do, but um, it'll be fun for sure. And, and it's really, it's and it's another one where we have some audience participation. Usually we have a couple kids out there and uh, it's really pretty amazing and, and a little more unusual. You know, everybody's seen the Labrador uh, retrieve a dummy, but um, but when you have a Border Collie herding ducks or three of them, it's really entertaining.
3: That's, that's really, really neat. Um, a lot of people might not uh, know that uh, at the DUX, uh, dogs are welcome. As long as your dog is on a leash, uh, we, we encourage our folks to uh, bring their pets with them as well as their kids. Uh, kids 12 and under are free, and the, and the DUX is only a $10 a day entry fee. So this is really an event um, where uh, everybody should be able Uh, to come out, not spend a lot of money and enjoy a a full day of everything outdoors. In addition to the dog village, we have our fishing village. We have the ability to test drive ATVs. We have the shooting village, which is outside of the Oval, just a short tram ride um, where firearm manufacturers like Beretta and um, H&K have their professionals there where some of our attendees uh, if so desired, can go and try out some of the new uh, shotguns um, and hunting rifles that are on the market today. So a great time for everybody at the DUX. Now, now, Carl, you obviously will be very busy in the dog village, but um, if you have a chance to break free out of your responsibilities, what would you want to go and do at the DUX, given that you were there last year in our inaugural year, um, and got to see all of the things that the the event has to offer.
1: Well, um, you know, I don't I don't know that I want to tee up your next guest just yet, but um, I love listening to and watching duck calling contests. You know, I, I, like you and probably most of the listeners, I have you know grown up in the duck hunting and waterfowling fraternity, and and um, I really enjoy uh, hearing the best of the best blow their duck calls. So that's um, that's one thing I will definitely schedule. And then I like getting around to visiting a lot of different vendors you know purina has worked in relationships with um a lot of the vendors that are there at um at the ux from you know yeti and gunner kennels and different uh different groups so um for me it's i don't want to say it's like shot show but it's a it's kind of a mini shot show where you can get around and and see all the different products and people that you don't know, get to see every day and and uh you know now that COVID's kind of in the rearview mirror i think. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more participation and
3: people to visit. I agree with you. I believe the the change up earlier in the year with cooler temperatures, um, as well as uh, putting this pandemic behind us, will make for a, a great expo this year. Uh, we had uh, more than forty two thousand people attend last year over three days. Um, we're certainly expecting to see an increase in attendance this year uh, with uh, with the change of date and a little cooler temperatures. And Carl, I just you know on behalf of Ducks Unlimited. We enjoy such a wonderful relationship with Purina. Um, I'm a Purina Pro Plan user. I was before Purina and Ducks Unlimited uh, even came together as corporate partners. And without Purina support, things like the DUX just simply uh, could not happen. So thank you so much uh, for, for your support, for Purina's support, and for being here with us today.
1: Well, it, it's a privilege, and it's one of the highlights of my job is to get to work with uh, with DU and uh, the DUX event. Um, and I, I encourage anybody that's coming out, you know, come visit us. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna be giving away samples. We'll have um, you know veterinarians in the booth. People have questions. Um, we'd love to meet everyone and talk dogs. And um, I think it'll be a, a great event.
3: Great. Thank you so much. Carl mentioned the best of the best on the stage at at the calling contest that will be held at the DUX, and he is exactly correct in when he said the best of the best. Our next guest is Hayden Richard.
4: Hey, how's it going? <laughs>
3: hey, Hayden, how are you doing today? Good, good. Hayden, for those that don't recognize his name, and many probably do, Hayden was the 2021 World's Champion duck caller. He was crowned as such at the Wings Over the Prairie Festival in Stuckart the Saturday after Thanksgiving of last year. But Hayden's path to becoming the world champion actually started at the DUX last year.
4: Yeah, I was fortunate enough to win the the great the great contest that y'all put on, man. I was excited about that.
3: And and Hayden, I don't know if you remember this, but but you traveled to the DUX with Brooke Richard, and there's no relationship, same last name, but or I shouldn't I shouldn't say uh, uh, no relationship. Uh, you're not related, <laughs> and. Yeah. I believe if I remember correctly, you were running a little bit late and Brooke, who works for Higdon Outdoors, who is the sponsor of all of our calling contest at the DUX, called me on my cell phone and uh, he said, Mr. David, we late and I need need you to come pick me up. And so I rode out and picked y'all up in one of the uh, Kubota haulers and uh, Brooke jumped in and pointed in the back to you and he told me, he said, that's who's going to win your region championship and uh it came true didn't it?
4: Yeah it's kind of funny that story uh yeah actually we uh, we met a we, we we really are close and we went to the hotel and he's like hey I, you don't mind if I ride with you I said no we were running a little late. It was funny because he did call you up and he did say that and I, I was prepared for it. Don't get me wrong. I kind of knew I was going there to win that uh, I actually skipped a contest the week before that, or two weeks before that, just so that I could prepare for that DU regional. Uh, I actually missed the meat contest before there, just you know, and I really was trying to win that big regional because there was a good hefty payout there. You know, it was it was worth my time to put in the work and and try to go win that big regional, and it actually came out worked out real well.
3: It sure did, and a lot of people don't know how the regionals and the state competitions roll up. So uh, for those listening uh, today, the the way it works is the World's Duck Calling Championship um, is owned, so to speak, by the Stuttgart, Arkansas Chamber of Commerce. And um, they sanction state-level calling contests throughout the country, uh, where if somebody wins that state contest, they qualify to travel to the Wings Over the Prairie Festival Thanksgiving weekend and compete in the worlds, And then they also allow a select number of groups to to hold what's called regional contest. And Ducks Unlimited um, is one of those groups that holds uh, a, a sanctioned regional. And when we created the DUX we knew that we needed to take the regional there because it's such a a popular platform um, from people from multiple states uh, to come in and and blow in. And so you qualified there and then uh, eventually went to Stuckart and won the whole thing. A few questions for you about that. You know, you are the (laughs) number one duck caller in the world, but you can't blow in this year's competition,
4: can you? No. So the good thing about the good thing and the bad thing about winning worlds, which there's not many bad things about winning worlds is uh, you're the first person to be qualified for the following year. So when you win, you automatically qualify. Well, the whole point of the regional and the state contest is to qualify people for worlds. So they basically have a rule that says you can't win twice, which is fair because you want you want as many people as you can to be qualified and make it to Stuttgart. right? Sure. So that, So basically because of that, because I'm already qualified, because I won the worlds, I cannot blow in pretty much blow in any regional or any state level contest. So yeah, I get to sit on the sideline and judge.
3: <laughs> it, that's right, and you will be a judge uh, this year for not only uh, the regional, but all, but what we call the uh, the DUX championship. So the the, the regional is that standard uh, one person blowing in, in the traditional competition style. To qualify to to go to the worlds, we also hold other competitions there that just isn't that style. Which I think a lot of people refer to as meat contests. Uh, more more of what you would hear in a blind. Um, but a lot of callers like yourself, you would you would compete in both if if you had the opportunity. Correct.
4: I I, I really want to. Uh, normally I do. So like last year at the DU, I think I walked off with the regional. I had the team spec the team meet. I had second in the single spec. I I think I was like fifth in the single meet. I don't know what happened there. But yeah, I think I walked off with like five or six top fives out of y'all contest. (laughs) 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 Worked out in my favor.
3: It was a good weekend for you. Yeah. And as as you mentioned, um, the cash payout inside of the DU regional um, is pretty hefty. In fact, it's the largest cash payout across the country of any of the qualifiers to go to worlds at five thousand dollars to the overall winner and we are keeping that same um, prize structure this year. there's also prizes as well as um, I believe some um, some cash prizes for second place and third place and some of the uh, the different levels inside of the competitions but it, it really is uh, a full weekend of duck calling and goose calling where you can hear, some of the best in the world, and those people who were at DUX last year ended up hearing the best in the world when they uh, when they listened to Hayden Richard blow. Yeah,
4: unfortunately, unfortunately enough, it was. Uh, but yeah, there actually is, uh, there's gonna be multiple levels. Uh, in my opinion, Main Street, Uh, there's a certain amount of people that like Main Street, and most of the guys that understand the contest world really do enjoy the Main Street contest. Most people love to hear the meat contest more than anything, right? Because it's more basic. It uh, it relates to more people that blow in duck blinds, so I think the meat contest in my opinion is something that's more public friendly uh, you'll hear some really good guys in the meat contest I know Domingo Sanchez is coming back uh, pretty sure there's a bunch of other guys from, uh, from the Midwest uh, like Dan Gatz and Courtney, coming all these guys uh, I'm pretty sure some of them guys are going to show up uh, you'll hear some really good guys blowing that meat contest and the regional also I mean still got a few guys that are I mean I say still got a few guys it's really early in the year I think we only got four people qualified for worlds at this moment so you still got a lot of good names on the table for that regional i mean guys that could beat me any day of the week right i mean it's it's what it is well maybe they didn't beat you last year no (laughs) no last year was my year but that's just part of it we always laugh about it uh to win the world you just got to be consistently there every year and uh and put yourself in contention and just kind of wait for your time Uh, honestly i know people don't understand that sometimes when you say that but a lot of things have to align for you to win the Worlds, uh, especially for someone like me and myself and a lot of these guys that qualify every year. I mean, i have only qualified for four years, but I've been chasing it forever. You you see it that it, there's a lot of things that have to come into play and people don't understand that as outside of contests. Like, it, it, there's never going to be a time where someone just goes and, and runs a bunch of wins at Worlds just because it's so complicated. When I mean, you got 60 guys blowing in Main Street, 20 of those guys, honestly, are some of the best in the world world. Like those tw- there's 20 guys out of 60 that can win any, that can win consistently. But there's 40 people in that group of 60 that can blow clean that night and probably win. So it's it's hard to understand it's hard for people to understand that it- it's it's really hard. And it's one contest a year. <laughs> That's it. Like you don't you don't have two worlds a year. You don't have these your whole year Preparing to qualify, and then you got to practice for one night.
3: So it's it's a lot. I've been fortunate to talk to uh, several of the callers who have won mm-hmm. the world championship. And one thing I heard from one, and I can't remember exactly uh, which one told me this. I think it might have been John over at Rich and Tone, is that it's, it's a lot like um, March Madness and that uh, you you're just peaking at the right time you see teams you see those basketball teams every spring that just get hot and the and the shots are falling and there aren't any mistakes there aren't any turnovers and um i i think it's that way with calling too you get you get in the zone and there aren't any squeaks um and and you just you feel that everything is right and like you said last year was was your year for
4: that yeah And and a lot of times it depends on uh, people don't realize, but you have five people judging you, Not, not machines, people. You have human beings judging you. And unfortunately in the world, human beings all have faults and we all do. We all make mistakes. It's human judgment. You have to understand that every time you get five different judges, it can a contest can go a whole different route. So at the same time, you're preparing for a contest. But like I said, if you're not there every year and prepared every year, then you're not going to win anyway. But you have to be prepared every year for it. You have to be there every year, and then you got to basically depend on getting the right five judges that like your style. Because even though Main Street is very structured, we all have our differences. Every one of us in the Main Street calling world are all trying to be different. We're all trying to put our own flair on a routine to make ourselves sound better or to separate ourselves. What that does is is it causes differences, and when it comes to humans judging a contest, there will always be differences. So sure. it's it's true, you, you just got to be there every year though. That's the whole point of it. You have have to be there every year. Right. You got some guys that that uh Michael Steinmeier, he won the worlds the year before. He wins in 2019. He's qualified like 15 times and plays top five. I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times he's placed top 10 and the guys really good, but that was the deal. He just, he kept getting there and knocking on that door and being prepared. And he was prepared every year that when it was going to go his way, it was going to go his way. It went his way in 2019. He comes back this year. I think he places third behind me. He goes below in champion. He had actually had a little small mistake. He probably would have won that contest without having that mistake. Uh, he goes in champion of champions, wins champion of champions he's fully retired now. 15 years of qualifying and qualifying and qualifying. Two years later, he's completely retired out of it. And one of the greats just like
3: that. It's, 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 it's so much like sports. And, um, it's, it's just, it's a, for those that have never been to a calling contest, it's, Uh, it's a great thing to go and watch to see people use literally these musical instruments. I mean, if you look at Mm -hmm. a duck call, that's what it is, a musical instrument. And uh, we're excited about you coming and being a part of the judge crew uh, at DUX, given that you can't. Blow in those competitions because uh, now because you're automatically qualified for next year, and we were very proud, uh, very proud that mm-hmm. our champion from our regional went on uh, to to really represent Ducks Unlimited and represent the DUX on Main Street in Stuckart last year. So thank you for doing that for the organization. One last question for you, and I should know this, Hayden, and I don't. Uh, what duck call do you blow? In, in uh, when you're blowing in competitions?
4: So I use strictly uh, rice and custom calls. So rice and custom calls started off as a spec call business more than anything. Right. Uh, so I'm very well versed in blowing speckle belly calls. I'm actually, when I guide, that's what I guide for geese. I actually guide goose hunts. I guide speckle bellies and snow goose hunts. That's what I'm pretty much known for in the guide industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to duck on a bunch when I was a kid, but South Louisiana just don't have the ducks like we used to. So now we pretty much chase geese. Uh, we recently—I say recently—we've always built duck calls, but the last five years we really kind of took a charge at rebranding our duck call and rebuilding our duck call. And I've been blowing the same duck call for the last four years. I have qualified. I've been blowing the same Riesling Main Street call. Uh, actually, this year we're coming out with a new meat call and we're redesigning all our duck calls just because of the fact that you know we are a duck call company, also. So Riesling Custom Calls out of Hayes, Louisiana.
3: Right. Well, don't don't lose that call if you used it for four no. years. <laughs>
4: I actually, I will never, uh, when I travel, I don't travel with it unless I have to blow in a contest with it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Keep it under lock and key.
4: I do. I do.
3: Well, I greatly appreciate Carl and Hayden joining us today to talk a little bit about Uh, the DUX, what's coming up April 8 through 10 at the Texas Motor Speedway. For everybody to learn more, please go to duckexpo.com, D-U-C-K-E-X-P-O.com. There you can learn about all of the villages, the hours of the show, the very low cost to attend, which is only $10 for adults, and everything else DUX. And I greatly look forward to seeing everybody there Again, this is a special episode of the DU podcast talking about the DUX. My name is David Schusler, and I've enjoyed being with you today. Thanks again, Carl. Thanks again, Hayden. We'll see everybody in a duck blind soon.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org dupodcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to The Ducks. You and your dog are a team.